Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Stay on Target. I am your host, John Wright. Solo this week, from uh, without Chris, in fact. But to fill in for Chris, we had to get two people... It takes two people to do that, man. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. So uh, over on the special guest couch, we've got Jay Pinions himself. Representing in the house. That's right. And Fultron. Hello. That's right. So we're reviewing the uh, the, the film, the feature film Logan this week on the, on the show. We just got done seeing it. And uh, I've got some major thoughts that I, I want to talk to you guys about. Oh, yeah. It's stewing. But before that... Major thoughts. Some major... You can read into that however you want. Oh, they will. Oh, everyone, everyone's reading into it now. So before we get into that, what has everybody been up to this week? It's been... Uh, last week... It's been like three weeks since I've even podcasted here um, <laughs> because I was in Vegas last week. But, uh, but what has everybody been up to this week, entertainment-wise? Anything? Oh, anything man, worth? I've just been thinking about the Switch... Mainly what it is. <laughs> um, I love it. Been doing a lot of Googling, trying to figure out uh, what, what is the switch. I'm just feeling out of the curve. So my entertainment has pretty much just been me trying to just catch up with the rest of entertainment. You know, I'm not even being entertained. I'm just trying to just act like I'm entertained. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, the uh, the, the Nintendo Switch. We were you, you and I were talking about Fultron yeah. and I were talking about it in the theater, and then maybe it, we had a whole conversation, like long what, conversation. five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and then Jared was like, "Oh, Nintendo, ah, the Switch, <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 there that's, he is. Yes, that's one of those video video uh, game cassette systems. <laughs> cassette systems. <laughs> cassette systems. <laughs> oh my goodness, are dude. they not using cassettes anymore? No, no, there, no, there is in cartridges, not on video so. games. Yeah, it is cartridges though. Oh. Which uh, which I have some news about uh, a little bit later, but uh, mm. but yeah, so the Switch is actually mm. coming out tonight. So I have a question for you guys. So yes. I have I have my pre order through Amazon, right? It's yep. it's it's the only pre order that Amazon had, which was the gray one. Like so, there it comes in two flavors. One of them has a blue and a red controller, and then the system, and then the, it comes in just gray controllers and the system. And so I pre ordered Amazon, and the only one that they had available was the gray one. Yeah. And whenever I pre-ordered, I was like, ah, maybe I'll be able to grab a, uh, a, a you know, one with the, the neon controllers elsewhere, um, a pre-order for it. N- no, no such luck. All the pre-orders yeah. gone from, from that moment on. And so uh, I've got the gray one coming tomorrow in the mail from Amazon. But tonight, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking, after this podcast, I may go to one of the midnight releases, like at the Walmart down the road, and see if I can get the neon controllers and then return the gray the boring old gray controllers. Okay, see, now, <clears throat> Chris will often come to me at work, and he <laughs> will bring me questions like these, Yeah, and I will try to bring logic to the situation, because so, I'm a very logical thinker. So, so, so hit me. Hit me with your logic. Okay. Do you have the, uh, the emotional bandwidth to stay up all night playing the Switch that you might get if you go to Walmart and wait in line at midnight tonight? I mean, I, I probably could. I, can, I could, could probably see myself. I didn't that get a ton would of sleep last night, you. but I don't know. Well, that would be worth it to you. It probably would be worth it to me. Yeah, it'd probably be worth it to uh, to get no sleep and then like go to work tomorrow or like we'll start work tomorrow and, and have no sleep. 
I did you, did you okay get Zelda with it? with it? I I need to pick up Zelda. That's the other side of this. Is you don't Amazon, have Zelda. Amazon doesn't have pre-orders of Zelda, like the physical physical copy. They like you can get the the digital copy, which like obviously I, you can always get the digital copy. Just load onto the console into the eShop or whatever and get the get the game. But uh, I don't have a physical copy. So whatever wherever I go, if I go somewhere tonight, I'm gonna pick up a physical like copy of Zelda. So. Okay. Is well, the physical copy just so you can like carry it around and like show your friends and make them jealous and be like, look at my game. <laughs> look at this game. Look at we'll it. Look I have it. it. First of all, they're tiny. And so like doing that, it's like you run the risk of like, you know, losing it like pocket change. You know, like I feel like uh. there's probably eventually going to be a couch somewhere with a few copies of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild stuck in it. It's going to be like in like 30 years, just like they uncovered all those Atari games <laughs> yes. out in the dumps. It's going to be like a couch somewhere that's like in the, like in the middle of Nebraska. And they're like, all these Switch games. Are just stuffed in the cushions. I found so that's what it. we've been missing in the 21st century so far. You that's know, right. Is Physical games media stuffed down into couches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, the uh, so so yeah, like the game. The the way that it works is it's on a cartridge, and so you don't have to install the game onto the actual hard drive. But if you download it from the internet, it'll take up like you know 14 gigs of your uh, of your onboard storage so if you get the the physical disc you don't have to, or for physical cartridge you don't have to worry about like installing it or anything so yeah but isn't that pretty much just the way it was when it was cartridges before you this know, is that, all true you didn't have to download this is know, all it's... true it, it it makes very little difference at all i think i'm just trying to find an excuse to go out at midnight and stand in a line somewhere no i get it from the controller's perspective you know if if it means overall not having those colored controllers because you got to have some color that's true that's true i mean i love i I love the uh the look of it and i feel like eventually like maybe you know a month or two from now i'll end up buying the colored controllers anyway like the neon controllers anyway just because you know they're cool looking yeah i mean the addendum to that is i think you will fail tonight if you try to go and (laughs) yeah i think your chances are low low. yeah yeah i know what one thing i do know about the wright brothers is they enjoy a good line they i don't know love they love lines (laughs) Any like, chance they have to stand in a line, they will do it. This is accurate. It's true. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not trying to be like, like, it's not hyperbole. They they love <laughs> to stand in lines. Yep. And I think it's just, you know, they love people. And so they're very energetic when people are around. They they suck the energy out of them in a very friendly <laughs> way. <laughs> I suck the energy that's out they, of that's everyone how they around live, me. That's how they've lived for the last 250 years. Fiving <laughs> um, up the energy of others. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the whole world is so depressed. They've just sucked the energy out of it. Yeah, it all lives inside For the 199 episodes of a podcast, you yeah. know? No, but I think, I don't know. If it was me personally, I'd be like, I am not going to go wait in line at midnight. My thing will be here tomorrow. Yep. I will deal with yeah. it then. Supposedly I have the rest of my life. by 8 p.m. So. I have the rest of my life to play this thing. That's true. That's true. I don't need to like put myself. See, for me, that would be a stressful situation. Mm. And I wouldn't want to put myself through that much stress for a system that's just going to be here tomorrow. It's going to be on my doorstep tomorrow. That's true. You know, all of the things you're saying are, are 100% true. So if I was if I was in your shoes mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted the color Joy-Cons, I would just let the system come. And then when the when I got a chance, I would go and buy colored Joy-Cons. And then you have multiple controllers. So yeah. like, yeah, I, I, there's there's not a, a, a losing to this situation here. It's a win win no matter what happens. Well, I mean, you. I don't know. To me, I it's think a it's... lose if you go to Walmart at midnight and wait in a line. That's yeah. a lose. You know, that's... And you don't get a switch. I think <laughs> it's. I think my solution. That's my solution lose, lose when you don't get the switch. My solution's <laughs> a win. Your solution's a risk. So <laughs> that that's accurate. That's accurate. So you'll have to stay tuned until the end of the podcast to see how I feel at that point. 
decide. We'll come back to this if I'm going to put a pin in it. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man. So what? What is everybody up to? Obviously, uh, you usually have a a yearly full turn. You have a yearly Oscar party. So there was the big kerfuffle, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, next week. Is the 200th episode? So I think we might talk a little bit about the Oscars on the 200th episode um, there. So, but uh, but the whole kerfuffle with the best picture. Yep. That was pretty pretty intense. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Uh, It was definitely. it was definitely funny because I, I tend to like feel the uh, anxiety in the room and I can like pick up on it really easily. And I mm. saw as soon as those dudes with the headsets start like coming oh, in man. the stage, I'm like, it's not good. Headsets are <laughs> never good. a good thing. Like <laughs> yeah. at any live event. For anybody who doesn't know, they announced the wrong film first for the, uh, for the best yeah. picture, like the big one. This is the, this is the, the best film of the year, basically yeah. the be- best picture. And uh, they announced uh, La La Land. Yep. And, after like, uh, like literally three people were it, like we were three people deep into their acceptance speeches yeah and then they uh they realized that they announced the wrong movie and it was actually the winner was moonlight yep and uh and so yeah headsets on stage never a yeah. good thing no you know the three guys from la la land though had to at least feel satisfied that they got to say their speeches <laughs> yeah even though even though they lost you can have the you know, trophy you man i got these say- speeches and everything you know <laughs> I just want to say mine, win or lose. You know, just it. like guys, pretend like I, I pretend whatever you want. I'm gonna say my speech. I know I lost. They probably but I'm thank a bunch of people anyway. They probably practiced it. They probably <laughs> stood saying, you know? stood in front of a mirror. They probably like put up their phone and like been like, okay, what does this look like on on camera? Like yeah. you know, they probably do all. I don't think any of them do those things. They write the speeches, and that's about probably about it. Yeah, it was a mess, but the mm. party was fun. I mean, we had a good time. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I had a party and. Uh, I'm playing a lot of Destiny. Yeah. You and me rocked some Iron Banner last night. That was really fun. Dude, I did I did not think we were going to get that as far as we did. I mean, we, we're we really were, close to level five in one sitting. We were doing quite well. And yeah. I have to say, so I did it like after after you got off, I was like looking at the gear that I had acquired and, this, and I got the gear to get to not only the top level, like so the, the highest level, but the loadout, the exact loadout that I was looking for. So I have nice. a tier, I think they call it a tier 12 loadout, which is like you know, the max amount of, uh, of all of this stuff that you can have. And so I, uh, at this point I'm like, wow, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing in this game <laughs> for now until and Destiny 2 comes from out. Xbox. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I need to run the nightfall and, uh, and, and continuously there's a few guns that I still need to want to get, uh, just to have them. So, yeah. And now that I have all three of my characters, I have so many fun things to do. Yeah. So much room for activities for sure. Um, Obviously, last week I was in uh, Las Vegas, and uh, and so like while I was out there, uh, super fun time. I, I like you know obviously played played some poker, um, but I did a lot of like running, like trail running out at the uh, Red Rock Canyon uh, State Park um, or National Park. I think it's National Park, um, part of the Mojave Desert. There, super fun, super awesome. Um, went over to the Hoover Dam, saw the Hoover Dam. That was a fun time. Um, obviously the, you, you know, you go down on the, uh, on the strip, the Las Vegas strip. Um, I saw like while we were there, so, uh, Catherine had to work and that sort of thing. But over the course of two nights, we watched oceans 11, uh, <laughs> while we were there, like, uh, and, and that was a pretty, pretty unique experience. Cause I, I like went into the Bellagio, which is like yeah. where the entire thing takes place. Yeah. And, uh, like, there's that thing and there's that, and there's exactly. that thing. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's the elevator, you know? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, I doubt that goes down to the vault. I yeah. think that that would be an oversight. Yeah. <laughs> I know anyway, your so that, that was super fun. Um, but before we get into the Logan review, it's time for the news. The news. 
the news guys. So I've got uh, two two items and then a fun fact um, uh, in, in the news section here. I love fun facts. Fun fact. I can't wait so, for that fact. I know. I'm not even going to be paying attention <laughs> until that fun fact comes. What is the fun fact? What is it? How fun is it? On a scale of one to ten, how fun is this yeah. fact? <laughs> All right, so the, the first news item, Microsoft announces an Xbox Game Pass subscription service. Yeah. So this was an interesting one that, that dropped this week. And uh, and so let me see. It uh, Basically, the, the service is similar to EA Access where you pay like 10 bucks a month and you get access to download uh, a, a over a hundred titles is what they're saying. They're launching with a hundred titles mm-hmm. and, uh, and you can pick any of these titles and play as many of them as you want for that month. It's like Netflix, but with games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is, uh, this is, I don't know. It's, it's a unique thing. Um, whereas EA access also like they all, once they enter EA access, once games enter EA access, they stay there. This, it'll be like I said, like Netflix where like eventually they'll filter out. Um, so from month to month, you may have like, you know, a few drop off here and then, you know, other ones put on that sort of thing. But, uh, but yeah, gaming subscription service. What do we think? Um, Hmm. I don't know. I don't casually play games. Mm. Like I usually focus on like one game and I play that game. Yeah. Like right now it's destiny. It's destiny. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't play anything else. Yeah. Hardly. Yeah, I and think so, about yeah, that makes sense because like with the uh, with the the lack of like free time, a lot of times it's like well, whenever you sit down, it's like well, I already know what I want to what I want to play. Yeah, um, I guess where where I get into it, you know, like you said, like Netflix, you it's nice to like just look through the queue. Like my queue right now is probably thousands of movies. Throughout, you know, it's like I'm I'm never gonna watch all these. It's just the Netflix library. Yeah, but, but it's, it's like saved I, in your queue. I see something, I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Let me save that to my queue. <laughs> You know, and then inevitably, whenever I'm I need something to watch or I'm I'm wanting to watch something, I'll scroll through my queue and be like, nothing looks good in there. Yeah, <laughs> this is all that's gone. why I don't. That's why I don't use the queue. <laughs> this is the this is the worst thing ever. Why did I throw any of this stuff in there? See, I mentally went, went one step ahead before I added it to my queue. And I was like, I know if I put it in my queue, I'll never watch it. <laughs> it's like where movies go to die is my queue. I also remember like okay, so the first time I realized that like a movie that I had already put in my queue, you know, that I had watched. And, uh, but it was removed from Netflix. Now I felt like somebody had stolen something from me. <laughs> like I legitimately, I put this thing in my queue and I'm like, I own this. This is my movie now. And it's like, and then it goes off of Netflix and I'm like, well, it's as if, it's as if someone just broke back into my house, like Paramount Pictures broke back into my house and stole that movie back from me. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not, it's not like that at all. And I've gotten more accustomed to it over time. Yeah. It becomes easier, easier with time. I don't know. Like the game thing, like it, it, it's, it's interesting to me because it's going, it seems like it's going straight after um, PlayStation Now, yeah. um, which PlayStation Now, what PlayStation Now is, it's it's the, their uh, backwards compatibility solution, which they have like older titles on PlayStation that you can stream to your console. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and so the internet connection, you know, that sort of thing, it needs to be, it needs to be pretty, pretty good. If it's not a good internet connection, it, the gameplay is a little bit off. The Twitch things just don't really work that well with it. Yeah. Um, from my experience, um, you wouldn't want to play call of duty on PlayStation now. Right. Right. And so like, I mean, PlayStation now, it, it always has had that 
that strange feeling of like, man, this could be better if you download yeah. it. And so maybe this is going to be that. Maybe this is going to be a, a better solution for backwards compatibility. Mm -hmm. I think like whenever they introduced backwards compatibility, they kind of needed that in place um, before they would launch a program like this because it adds that many more games yeah. um, that they can pull from, that back catalog that they can pull from. So What's the price point? It's uh, let me make sure, but I think it's like ten dollars a month. I think it's and this is uh, separate from your uh, gold. Yeah, it's it's nine ninety nine a month, um, and it's separate from your uh, Xbox Microsoft Gold right. uh, subscription. So it's like if you have both, you know, it'll be kind of a little bit more expensive. But if you don't have gold, but you're like, oh, I want to play some of these games, I, I suspect that you'll be able to still pay the the, the ten dollars and get access to these games. Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, they were also talking about, like, if you wanted to buy the game, like, if it, if it was going to leave, like, if you found out, oh, this game that I've been playing and I'm, like, almost done with, it's going to leave the service uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the month and you just don't have time to finish it, you can buy it at a discount uh, of, like, 20% off. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, it's, that's not much, but it's, like, it's something, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that I would just, like, blindly set up a recurring $10, mm. uh, uh, what do you call it? Subscription. Um, cause I don't think I would use it every month. Yeah. I think if, if I saw like, Oh, there's a game I like, maybe I'll put in 10 bucks and just play it this month. Yeah. And then cancel my subscription. Like <laughs> that's a good, that's a good point. That's what I've done with dollar game. EA access know? before like EA yeah. access though. Whenever that, um, whenever there's like, uh, Oh, you can play this game uh, 48 hours early. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. And so I subscribe for that month and play for 48 hours and that's about it, you know? And, and then I, uh, I, I, cancel the service at the end of that month or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm inundated with like monthly subscriptions right now with like Hulu and, uh, and uh, Netflix and like all these things. And so I just, I don't know about adding another one on top of that. So we'll have to see what, what games they end up launching with. Um, the next news story, short one here, Zelda breath of the wild, which is not even out like yet. It's, it's coming out at midnight. Yeah. You know, we were discussing, um, it's already one of the best reviewed games of all time. Right now, it's sitting in the top five games, according to Metacritic. Um, and so its average score right now is sitting right around 98. And so it could go up or down in the next couple of days, depending on, like, there's a couple of, uh, a couple of, of outlets that have yet to, like, give it a final review. And so there's, uh, there's potential for it to go up and down, but, uh, but it's, it's already one of the best games of all time or, or being reviewed that way. So yeah. I'm super pumped to get my hands on it. On the same note, here's the fun fact, guys. <gasps> I know you've been, you've been anxiously awaiting Nintendo Switch cartridges are designed to taste terrible. <laughs> That's the fun fact. So like they're they're really small and apparently like they designed them <laughs> so that like if kids were like a, a baby or whatever would put it in their mouth, like it would taste awful so they wouldn't want to do that. They would like spit it out immediately. Sure that was a fun project testing yeah. phase focus groups, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like lick this cartridge. <laughs> How does it taste? Does How it sick does this make you feel on a one to ten scale? So here's a, okay, here's something funny. Is like they did that keynote right where they had the dude yes. like lay on the couch for like literally two seconds. That's right. They brought out the they brought yeah. out a uh, a love seat for like a, a three second little gag where he's like, yeah, and you can recline while you play. So they they go through all these features, quote unquote. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes. Uh, where it's like, look, it looks like I'm, it feels like I'm filling up a glass of with ice. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, look, the Joy Cons are shaking. It's HD vibrations, which is in a word. And then they're like, and you can put your hand in front of it and it recognizes rock, paper, and scissors and all this stuff. And I'm like, why? 
Why? And then they don't say anything about the fact that the cartridges taste bad because it's a child safety concern. I mean, here's that's my, like the that's the one weird thing about the Switch that's actually newsworthy. But what if like somebody like what if they didn't design this this way? What if they just happen to taste terrible and someone <laughs> licks it and goes, "This tastes awful." Why does it taste so bad? And they're like, well, we can make up some excuse about it being a, a child safety thing. You know, well, it I, says in there is they're designed to taste bad, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they were like, yeah, we, we I, designed them to taste not bad. I don't know. I don't know how many cases, like, because they're not that much smaller. They're a little bit smaller than, like, 3DS cartridges. Yeah. But I don't know how many, like, cases of, like, people swallowing um, uh, 3DS cartridges we had. But I don't know. I don't it's like know. Samsung doesn't make all their SD cards, you know, taste terrible. But I don't know. Anyway, Just be that- a good parent. Only you could play with your SD cards. <laughs> no, let's, let's go further with it, man. I mean, anything smaller than you know, like a like a quarter or something, or around that size, needs to taste terrible. Yeah, manufactured <laughs> law. You know, <laughs> government needs to step in, take care of this for us. <laughs> well, that is the news. All right, guys, Logan. Logan. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk kind of spoiler free about this as normal, and then we will go in by kind of spoiler free. I mean, absolutely spoiler free. <laughs> what am I being vague about spoilers for? We might spoil something. You'll just maybe. Have to find I mean, out. any talking about it whatsoever is a little bit of a spoiler. I mean, you, know, you can't say we it's might true. not spoil anything. We're just. It's like, what's your spoiler? You know, it's like I saw the movie. Can't really say anything else, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Thought personally liked it. Uh, maybe you should see it too. So we're gonna move on to the review free section now. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, but yeah, after the spoiler section, we'll do a countdown, that sort of thing. We'll say, "Don't see it, don't see it," all of that. All right. So going into this, it was getting crazy hype. This movie has been getting crazy hype for like the yeah. last week. Um, and I was like, I was, cons- I was like, man, it, it's, uh, it's been getting. Oh, it's, it's as good as. The Dark Knight, like Batman, the uh, the Dark Knight, um, from the Nolan Batman trilogy, and it's like, I don't know, like all of those things, like I'm, I'm, yeah, that's I scary was, stuff. I was really like hesitant going in. I'm like, I don't know, this feels like that's overhyping it. It feels yeah. like that, that's really like, could be hyperbole, you know? It's like I don't know, um, but I don't know. I like I, going into it, I had no expectations. I only saw that first trailer, the uh, with the Johnny Cash song, the full extended yep. version of that one, um, so. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect going in. What did you guys like? What was your experience of like going into the movie? Well, Jared asked me like, what are your expectations? And I said, I expect a lot of, uh, I believe, I believe you said you wanted a body count higher than 40. Did I say that? No, I, you I think said I said that. that. Oh, I think I mentioned that. Okay, that. Right, I think right, I mentioned right. the body count this, over the, I said, I, I'm, than I'm expecting to see a lot of blades in people's faces. Uh, and, uh, some and, and I want to cry at some point. That's right. Okay. We can talk about the crying. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, and I didn't hear you talk about the crying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like that. That's that's the thing. Like going into it, I feel like it had everything going for it because like every other Logan film, which you, Jared, you were actually on the like the last Lo- uh, Wolverine movie, right. recurring Logan uh, Wolverine podcast <laughs> attendee. That's true. <laughs> it's like whenever the, whenever Wolverine comes out. Jared comes out. So this will also be my last podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, But yeah, like what was the interview that he did like uh, this week or or, like last week where it was talking about if he had been, if potentially he was in an Avengers movie, like if that was on the table, then he would be like, yeah, I would stick around for another one. If Mm. if, if I could be in an Avengers movie, but, uh, but, but yeah, there's obviously that's never going to happen. Um, Not in a soon enough timeline, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. But. No. Never never within the next like two years or whatever, three, four, or five years. 
Um, but yeah, so like I, I mean, this movie had everything going for it because it was like a hard R, and that's what I always wanted from uh, from from a Wolverine movie. And it had um, like Jared, you mentioned before we went in, like you know, it's a returning director, so like they were able to kind of feel out kind of what was going on with the film and and, and figure out where the holes were the last time and and kind of maybe um, fix some of the problems with the the whole production uh, there. Um, and then you know you have the uh, the. the anecdotally it's not in 3d like there is no like 3d encoding and so a lot of times like i feel like you know whenever uh whenever a movie is pushing 3d or whatever i you know i don't know i i am never a fan of like the just forcing 3d into every movie yeah. um i feel like avengers most of the time no reason for 3d yeah so um but so in my mind like it had a lot of things going for it and uh and and went in with with those expectations and i have to say like i enjoyed it i, I think yeah. my expectations were met for the movie, um, if not exceeded in some ways. So it, it really like, it kind of, kind of swept the leg on me. I yeah. Wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, uh, it does not feel like it belongs with any of the Brian Singer or any of that stuff. Like, no, I mean, not, not even in the, in the genre or, or, or no. anything or in the X-Men franchise no. or, or even a sequel to the Wolverine, you know, it doesn't even feel yeah, at that's all. Right. This is uh, it's literally like a one shot. It's just like we it's just, a one shot, but with like a lot of like I guess like emotional undertone yeah. of just like the character, not necessarily yeah. the past movies, but more so just like well, if like you've just paid attention to the character yeah. in those movies and just kind of like the in and outs of him and what he's went through, yeah. then that's kind of carried over. Mm. But as far as anything else like from the franchise, not really. Yeah, uh, I mean you had Professor X in there, but again like. It was more so just about their emotional connection rather mm-hmm. than like specific events that had happened and yeah. why. That's true. I mean, I can only think of like w- maybe one specific reference to like an event that happened in a previous movie. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a, it, it, so from that perspective, yeah, you're right. Like you bring together all of the knowledge that, that the um, writers and the actors and I guess the audience as well has about this character and, and who they are, what decisions they would make when, when the pressure gets on. And, you know, you bring that into a movie and then it make it a completely standalone kind of experience. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Like I really, uh, cause there were some scenarios where I was like, man, you know, this is a, this is a, a wholly unique thing that I haven't seen in a superhero movie. And they can only really do that with a character that I, you know, feel like I know. I feel like, oh, man, I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm in it with this character. So, like, I was with Logan from the beginning. You know, I was I was already, you know, invested because I've been with him for movies and movies and movies. Um, something I, I wanted to bring up, you know, before we got into the spoilers, uh, the music was amazing. I thought, like, that that tone, like, it had a, a lot of surprising choices music-wise. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, from the start, it was more impactful than almost any other uh, superhero movie since um, the Nolan Batmans, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the, the music of it was unique in that way. So, yeah. One, um, th- one thing about this movie is it, it kind of feels like a snapshot. Hmm. Like um, they make a lot of references to things that have already happened that I might be wrong, but I don't think we've ever seen them happen. Cause I, uh, and we'll talk. We might talk about those in the spoilers, but definitely, I haven't seen Apocalypse or The Wolverine, mm. and I saw Last Stand when it came out on video, like, mm-hmm. and that was the last time I watched it because I, I, I didn't want to put myself through that anymore. <laughs> uh, so there's some there's some like Wolverine lore that I'm missing, 
Um, but they kept making references to things that I felt like, I don't think we ever saw that. I think we're just supposed to accept like crap has gone down. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this is the, we're just seeing the result of it and we're not really going to focus on what went down, but here's where we are now. And here's kind of where we're going. Yeah. So that's I thought that was interesting. Yeah. They definitely pulled kind of that, like the, the lived in world kind of thing and then mm-hmm. the lived in kind of uh, exposition style where it's like, you know, you make references to things that aren't, um, that you don't show, you don't flash back to them or you don't, you know, go into detail about them and you haven't maybe seen them. Um, so yeah, like that's, that's a really good point as well. I think, you know, from a director standpoint, like the cinematography, like there's lots of really pretty shots and there was lots of like really unique um action sequences i could i could track most of the action the entire time um there's maybe only once or twice where like the action uh, lost me a little bit yeah um but yeah i mean like and as far as that goes like this is definitely a hard r as well yeah. like from the action for standpoint. violence and language definitely yeah. um and, uh, and, and from that perspective, like I didn't think it ever really got like ridiculous. Like it wasn't ever, you know, gory for gore's sake necessarily. It felt like it was all kind of intentional and, and intentionally brutal. Um, well, I mean, and it pales in comparison. If you've ever read old man, Logan, mm, that, yeah. that comic book is super violent and yeah. super graphic. It's not like this doesn't even come close to that. Yeah. There were times where I'd be watching and I was like, oh, God. and then I was just like, Okay, well, this is actually playing it down a bit compared to what normally Wolverine gets put through. So that's true. That's true. I mean, and and uh, and obviously, like the you know, with the visual medium, like you know, Jared, you were talking about how like you can't whenever uh, whenever you go to a PG thirteen movie, like you don't see his claws. Like I think the rule was you said that his claws going through someone's skin, like you wouldn't yeah. be able to see it. Like that was the the line, um, and this has a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a, a lot of stabbing going on. Um, <laughs> Are we ready to spoil this thing? I mean, are we ready to say see it, don't see it? Was there anything else that you wanted to bring up? I mean, I thought the cast was incredible. I liked the interplay between um, uh, X-23 and Logan. Um, that was that was really great. And then, uh, ex- like, Xavier being in there as well. Like, that was... I thought Patrick Stewart was amazing. <sighs> yeah. Like that- I, thought, I never thought the cast overall. It was a very small cast, yeah. but, I mean, mm-hmm. every, everybody kind of hit their mark really well. Yeah. And the little girl. I mean, she didn't talk a lot, but... She she got she that mean presence. mug. She got that mean mug stare down real good. I was thinking like she knew how to make you scared. <laughs> in some of those like in some of those sequences, I thought like uh, to some extent like she had some of the hardest jobs like to yeah. portray like what you know to portray certain things without saying anything you know and, yeah. and and with just a look or with you know being brooding that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And uh, and I yeah as far as from the story perspective goes without going to spoilers, I, I enjoyed where we went with that. Like that was mm-hmm. a, that was a cool, cool, cool way to go. Um, see it. Don't see it. I would say if you're a fan of like X-Men one, X-Men two, and then kind of the, the go back in time reboot franchise that Brian Singer's working on. Like if you're a fan of that stuff, like I really think you would enjoy this. Um, I think if you don't know X-Men, like this might be kind of weird for you, mm. but at the same time, this is the least X Men film about the X Men I've ever seen. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, you could. I would say just go see it. I mean, if if violence doesn't bother you, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no different than watching something like Walking Dead or something. Yeah. You know, like no, no, de- just, de- definitely not. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, go, say go see it. And and honestly, you know, I mean. It's, having known the character seen more like it adds weight but again not necessarily necessary i mean it's it's a very just kind of westernish you know dystopian mm. future 
uh, movie that's just really just kind of very character oriented, just about relationships and, uh, you know, just a character that's basically clearly kind of on his way out. You know, the the whole movie, you know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of not moving in a good direction and uh, nobody seems to be... And I lost my train of thought where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But I mean, overall, def- you, definitely go see it. You, you brought up well, an interesting point like the, about the Western. I was like, man, you know, while I was watching it, it kind of has the vibe of like a Western mixed with like a road trip movie, you yeah. know? And like, I mean, there's there's a lot of like cool elements of this that, that make it unique from any other any other superhero movie and being a small cast like that also mm-hmm. like it's not a big like you know we're not like saving the world here you know we're yeah, not it's a small cast and a small storyline like yeah, it's like yeah. the storyline itself is one uh i would i would say i would maybe lacking in some ways you know we kind of maybe get into it more in the sport spoiler section sure. but um it is just it's very simple it's a very just like at the heart of it it's like hey there's this person that needs to go here uh, take them there, and there's some people that don't want you to do it, so they're trying to stop you. You know, it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. it's pretty basic. You know, yeah. as far as just like what's actually going on in that two-hour yeah. period of it's the movie. It's Children of Men with Wolverine. <laughs> I like exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Man, Children of Men. Speaking of that, like that came out in 2006. Yeah, so 10 years ago, that blew blew my mind. Uh, it's one of my favorite. Earlier, films. like late last year, whenever I whenever I would realize that, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, anyway, so like, uh, I would say definitely go see it. I think, you know, this is a, this is a, a really good and, and fitting, like, you know, obviously, uh, Hugh Jackman said that, Hey, this is his last one. Um, Patrick Stewart, I do believe has said, Hey, this is my last, uh, X-Men movie as well. Um, and I think this is a good, it's a good fitting end for, for, you know, both of them on the, on the franchise. So I, I wish it wasn't like, I wish, I wish we would, uh, we would, you know, go back and revisit those characters and, and continue down this path. Like, you know, it took us how many movies to get here. And like, I'm, I'm, I, I want more. Yeah. Um, but it's a uh, it's an incredibly uh, incredibly great movie. Um, as far as like meeting the expectation of like, you know, everybody's saying, oh, it's as good as The Dark Knight, or it's it's you know, the I definitely think it's one of the it's probably the best superhero movie since The Dark Knight. Um, in in terms of like a a film, like from a you know cinematography, mm-hmm. from all of these these elements, um, I do like it a lot. Uh, a lot. I think like it, if it stands the test of time, it could sit up there uh, next to it. But right now, it's a little a little too close to it to tell um, how how high it'll rank. Um, you know, a year from now, that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, as I go on and depending on you know thinking about it, that sort of thing, um, then uh, we'll find out. We'll find out to be continued on whether or not it's uh, it's it sits up there with uh, with the Dark Knight. All right. So the spoiler clock is in fact winding down yes. and i'm going to require a spoiler from each of you okay and uh it could, it could be the same one if you want to shout out at the same time but uh but the spoiler clock is counting down in five four three two one throw out a spoiler wolverine dies double hugh jackman <gasps> double hugh jackman <laughs> if one wolverine's not good enough Give him more. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the rights to other Marvel characters, you, you have the rights to Wolverine. The ones you so have. you just put more Wolverines <laughs> into it. the movie. Is all you really need to do. <laughs> what do you mean we can't get the Hulks? Let's just add another Wolverine. I've got a character to pitch towards you. Uh, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, you know how our Wolverine is like debilitated and not not feisty anymore. Uh, so we're just gonna bring back the original Wolverine. 
and put him in this movie. I loved I loved whenever he showed up, like and, and I was like, wait a second, he looks young. Yeah. <laughs> he looks super young right Getting now. Too far out of ourselves. That okay, was just a okay. quick spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers on the spoilers till later when we catch up to the okay, spoilers. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, real quick, let's, just to get it out of the way. Couple things that they referenced that I did not understand. One was apparently Xavier. I, I got the I, the I was feel, I felt like I was getting hinted at that he killed all the X Men on accident. A uh, large part. Of he them, killed yes. seven of them. Like on the radio, they talked about uh, they didn't actually say that they were X Men, uh, but they said. Um, and in whatever event happened, I can't remember where it happened, but like whatever event happened, um, seven, and then he turned off the radio. Um, and so I got the, I got the picture that like seven X-Men, seven mutants, um, died in whatever had happened. Gotcha. There. Um, so yeah. And they, they, uh, and I'm the, assuming it was kind of like the brain seizure thing that he had. Yeah, because they uh, the uh, one of the villains. Uh, let me get, pull up his name. But uh, like one of the villains referenced, like that they the government had like us made his head like yeah. had assigned his head a uh, weapon of mass destruction. Like right. uh, I don't even know what you would call it, like label, um, yeah. which was interesting. Yeah, they referenced New York. They referenced uh, the Statue of Liberty, the first X Men movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and that was the only thing. Like that was the only uh, uh, thing that I remember like them referencing like outright. Um, they talked about, uh, the, uh, the guy who is, who is the tracker. Um, they talked about him and he, Caliban. Made, yeah, they tracked about, talked about tra- Caliban. Had we seen Caliban tracking anybody down into like up to this point? Like in other movies? Yeah. No, no, not, 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 not that I know He's never of. Really liked, the, really liked the character though. And Steven, Steven Merchant really did a really good job. Yeah, yeah dude. And I, I, uh, I thought that like that, the, the giving him that backstory of like, ah, you used to track these, you know, the mutants down for us and then, you know, do it again. You know, I thought yeah. that was a really, it, it was a, a quick way to really make you invested in, in him as a, as a person and be like, Oh man, this dude, you know, this dude is, is you, you can understand why these three people have gravitated towards each other where yeah. they've, each of them has done something that like they regret in their past and that like, you know, so they're uniting together. They're the only like three, um, people, you know, from a certain, you know, from that, that time frame left in their minds, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I thought that was a really unique uh, group of people to put together. So there there was another thing that Professor X kept saying something about sun something, sun... Ah, it was the remember? name of the ship. It was because he was saying he, uh, he was going to go out and buy the... Um, oh, what was it called? The... I don't, I don't remember what it's called, but it was, it was the boat um, that oh, he was okay. going to basically go out and they were going to retire on or whatever. All right. And so he kept saying that like, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. You know, I couldn't understand him because he was dying. And so I was like, could you yeah. talk clear, please? Yeah. But really frustrating. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of uh, of like of that moment, like. Did you cry? Like, did, you, did it meet that requirement of you? Did this movie meet uh, that requirement? I didn't cry in that moment because the whole the whole thing of Professor X was so sad. Yeah. Like the moment you see him you're like, "Oh, dude, like from the very first X-Men movie, he's put in this place of like, no, there's a better way to to be a mutant. Like there's a better way to like we can help society. We're not a threat to them. Like this is like we have, we've been given gifts, and, and we this can, is our duty yeah. to come in and do this for humankind. Mm. And now here he is, like falling apart with dementia, and like mm. can't 
like he has to take ibuprofen and take these shots to keep him from like using his powers because now he's dangerous and he can't yeah. control it anymore. Like, yeah, I was just like, uh, and I think right, um, right before he died, really hit me because it was just like he's talking about how he starts to remember, like he mm-hmm. remembers what he did, yeah, and just how he basically hurt the people that he's he devoted his entire life to helping yeah and i I like that that moment i you talked about like patrick stewart and that that moment right there i was like man there were lots of uh kind of long shots with like long takes on him uh during that section um and i was like man this is this is incredibly heavy stuff and it's delivered perfectly like it was really like paced out really well um did you cry later on? Like, did it meet the, did the entire movie meet the requirement there? So here's a little, here's a little caveat fun fact about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never actually physically cried in a movie. Oh man. I'm not a tear up kind of guy. I always tear up, man. I'm not a tear up guy. Um, I, I feel the emotion. Like I definitely, I'm not a robot, but, uh, I don't <laughs> like, I don't weep. Like I don't, I don't, that's just not something I do. Um, but that when, when Logan died or was dying, and Laura was by his side and she called him daddy for the first time. I was like, oh. yeah. <gasps> yeah, dude. I don't know. I thought, I thought it felt forced to me. Oh, really? man. No, totally not for me. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go the other way on oh, that one. Oh, man. I, I, just, just down to the point of like calling him like daddy. Like, I, I don't know. It just, it just felt kind of like out of like nowhere as far as like, like we knew as the audience, like obviously that was going on. But from like for like her to say that to him, like, yeah. She'd know the guy a week or whatever, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I, I mean, like I, I totally bought it. And, uh, and in, in that moment, I totally like, was like, oh my gosh, I was with you where I like, it, it totally triggered the, triggered the tearing up where you're just yeah. like, oh man, like if there wasn't, if, if it wasn't already bad enough, then it's yeah. just like, oh man, the, the realization of, of these, these things and the, the acceptance with each other. That's I mean, if they were, if they were was, baiting us for emotion, I got hooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, I, I thought the, there, you know, going, this is obviously starting at the end and going back, but like the, the speech, uh, that she gave over his grave being mm-hmm. the speech from, uh, from the Western from before. It's like, Oh my goodness, that yeah. was amazing. I thought that yeah. was a cool moment. I thought that that was a good throwback to that moment. And it was like, this is the only thing that she knows that, you know, she can say. So, so wait, did you, did you think the, the cross being turned on its side to make an X. Do you think that was hokey? Uh, don't care really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Like yeah. it's very like lot. Like I even if I was making the movie, I probably would have done something like that. But it's just like it doesn't really, like add anything. Yeah. To me, it just kind of seems just like yeah. oh well, you've got to do that because you know X Men. You know, it's just yeah. like just I think that like, was well, it makes sense to do that since. So I think that was one subplot that didn't get developed super well. Was the whole like fact that x-men were a thing that the world acknowledged and they made comic books about them and they celebritized them like they were things that people looked up to Mm. and if they had had more moments where people recognized logan you know where Mm -hmm. they were like uh you know where and, and they kind of spent a little bit more time kind of digging into his identity as an X-Men versus where he is now. And they did, they did a little bit. I'm not saying they didn't, Mm. but I didn't feel like it was enough for me to be like, Oh yeah, they made an X on his grave. Like, yeah, so deserving. No, like, I think, I think like in, in my mind it was, I was with you where it's like, ah, it doesn't really matter one way or the other, but it does make sense 
with uh, X-23's character because she knew him. She was introduced to him in the first place through her comic books mm-hmm. as the Wolverine, as an X-Men. And so, like, it made sense that she would do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, at the same time, you're right that, like, the entire movie, this is a, a Logan movie. This is a Wolverine movie. This yeah. isn't, th- there was very little connection to any amount of the X-Men. Like, the X-Men don't exist in this, you know, at this point in time. Um, you know, and so, like, it didn't, didn't necessarily feel like it was for us, but it felt like, Hey, they would do that. Plus I always am a fan of like whenever something emotionally happens and a movie just ends and the lights come up and the credits roll or whatever. And you're like, you've emotionally put yourself back together yet. Like I'm never a fan of yeah. that. So like th- that, that scene of like her delivering this, like, you know, eulogy at his, uh, at his grave and then turning that on the side and the slow, you know, pan in, it's like that really like, it feel, felt like, okay, let's give the bare minimum of amount of time before we roll the credits and turn up the lights before people have to leave, you know, cause like yeah. whatever, whatever emotional state you're in, it's like, okay, let's give you some, a moment, you know, yeah. it would have been nice. And maybe this is too happy ending ish, but it just would have been nice to see that the kids made it to Canada. Like, why? I didn't understand why Canada was the safe. safe I didn't understand. I didn't understand that either. You know, like, and it kind of yeah. kind of goes back to where it's just like, and part of it could be, you know, watch the movie a couple more times, but like, the plot overall, just like you didn't really know, like you knew what was going on, but you didn't know really why that was going yeah. on or yeah. why that was important, why the kids needed to get to Canada. Um. Yeah, they just kept saying that they'll be safe there. Just, just yeah. like whatever. What the, the whole timeline? The like, one, wh- wh- when did they escape? How long had these people been after them? Yeah, like, was this that, a recent thing? Yeah, that was something I was wondering. Was like, you know, she broke all these kids out, obviously, um, and uh, and then they headed up to, you know, were basically wanting to head up to Canada, and so I guess like. X-23 was the last one, but it's like, did you have to, like, do you bring them all one at a time? Or, like, how did, you know, what happened? And I guess, like, that's part of just not knowing. But the only thing, like, in, in Canada, the only thing that they did to try to alleviate your stress about, oh, well, what's, it's just a border, like, you know, whatever. He was on the radio. The one kid was on the radio, um, and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll be expecting you, and we got, we've got a you know, safe haven. We've got you, uh, you know, basically you've got immunity here as well. So you can come on in, you know, that sort of thing. So I think like, um, I think that was their solution for that, but you're right. Like, I feel like we could have explained it a little bit, spent a little bit more time on like why Canada, like, and what happens whenever we get there. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that all really does play into the minimalism of this movie. I mean, it is mm -hmm. so like, it's so, I mean, the movie's called Logan and it is so much about Logan Mm -hmm. and, and yeah. I guess that makes sense. Like, you know, you have this ending where it's like, he's dead. There's no more story Yeah. because the movie's <laughs> called Logan. Like yeah. The, yeah. if he's dead, there's not much we can do about it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I guess in a sense, you can make an argument that that's actually fitting that this movie begins and ends with like 99% focus on Logan mm. and what he's doing. Yeah. Even though there's tons of other stuff happening that they're, that they're alluding to, and kind of dropping little tiny bits of exposition, most of what's going on is happening around Logan. And I guess you see it most of the time from th- from his perspective too. So like not yeah. knowing what's in North Dakota and not knowing what's in Canada. Right. I mean, he didn't know any of these things. And the only reason True. we heard that conversation between the kid and the person on the radio is because Logan walked up to him while he was having the end of this conversation. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Because it is a it is a Logan ride. You yeah. are you are strapped into the Logan ride, <laughs> and you know it's 
It's a wild one. Yeah. Um, To me, it very much does feel, I mean, the whole movie, you know, just felt like it was just building to his death. You know, it's just like, you know, mm -hmm. it didn't feel like a shocker of just like, oh, he died at the end. You know, know, I feel like the, and I don't feel like it was meant to. I feel like that was the whole tone of the movie was, you know, these characters that, you know, if you've seen them in the movies past, you know, especially like you were saying with Professor X, Mm -hmm. of just Professor X was always just this like sophisticated, like purest common denominator of like the mutants who just like had it together, was on on the point, sharp mind, (laughs) wisdom and everything. And then, like I said, it was very much just like a real world thing of just like, you know, when you saw like your grandparent or whatever, like go through something like that and like where they're just not that person anymore. Like they're just gone or whatever. And uh, it's like, yeah, like Logan loves that. Love love that guy. And and Professor X had a huge impact on his life. But it's just like, that's not even, this is just some old person that he has to take care of now or whatever yeah, that just yeah. reminds him of like past life yeah or whatever so that that was that was really cool to see uh that dynamic yeah in there and then with logan's character too you just saw him you know from the beginning of the movie you know he's already old and his healing powers are not going good and he's just drinking himself and pilling himself to death mm-hmm. or whatever and is already just kind of looks like he's just kind of fat and out of shape too you know he's yeah. just like you know he's still got like and you see throughout the movie, you know, these, like, very, like, short spurts of just, like, okay, I got pissed off and just, like, pure rage yeah. for, like, 15 seconds. But, like, anytime it was longer than that, like, he was just getting his butt kicked. Yeah. Because it's just, like, he was just not in really good overall shape, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, dying, healing powers going out. Yeah. And uh, that's what I just felt like the whole movie was culminating, too, of him just kind of being, like, okay, well, what's... Mm what do I do with this end of my life here, you know? And and just like, you know, I feel like he kind of just wanted to just like die in a bar drinking somewhere. (laughs) He did keep trying to get get into bars. At first, he was just like, just, okay, you know, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm waiting on Professor X to die and then I'm just going to go die somewhere and I've got this Animentium bullet and I can just shoot myself with that. I think like, I think think it was a question, you're right. It was a question, it wasn't a question of like whether or not he would. Mm -hmm. I think it was a question of how. Yeah. You know, and you think about like, okay, is he going to die from, because I was like, oh, how, how long to can, what end? Yeah. And like, how long can he keep this up? Like, how long could he keep up the fighting and the, and like barely healing before the next battle? And then, you know, it was like, okay, so how, you know, he's got the adamantium bullet. Is that it? Is that the end? You know, is he going to go out on a boat? And then, you know, is that the end mm-hmm. is, you know, is it, you know, and, and I feel like that question of like how and like you know what are the what are the circumstances surrounding it and like you said like what what do you do with the time that's left um it was it was an intriguing question and i thought that was a really good premise for the entire movie i thought it was fitting in the end that like he did in fact kill himself you know his clone <laughs> killed him you know and like and so it's like it was just wasn't how he had planned and it wasn't how like you had thought about it but it's like that totally totally took place you know and the, i thought that was a really twisty way to do it you know it's a really dark kind of an end and uh and wolverine's a dark kind of a character so yeah. you would uh, you would assume that that would happen so another thing i noticed was that um uh, comic book movies are just filled with pretense and self-awareness. Like Marvel does it. I mean, Deadpool would be like, you know, top level above that. Yeah. And then you've got sure. like Marvel movies where it's just like, you know, they make jokes about capes and stuff like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, stuff like that. This yeah. movie had zero pretense so much in the sense that like the main villain gets killed like, and you don't even really see it. Yeah. It's just like, it well, happened. Like there's two main villains there near the end. Like I'm you talking have the about dude. robot hand guy. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. So like, 
his death is literally just getting swallowed up by grass and having his bones broken. But the kids are kind of like standing over him. You don't even really like, I didn't get that vengeful. Like, yeah, sucker die. Like yeah. you're just kind of like, Oh, uh, he's done. And I think like, that's because like, there's other things that are more important going on at that point. Exactly. You know? And if you look at like the higher, the hierarchy of characters in this movie, like Logan sits at the top, then you've got, uh, professor X and then you've got like your two villains. And so, uh, you know, three villains, I guess, if you count, uh, 24. So like, interesting. Uh, yeah. Logan's death, they spend the most time on. Mm-hmm. And then you've got professor X, him and Logan have a little moment before professor, excuse me, <laughs> hello, <laughs> professor <laughs> X <laughs> dies. And then you've got like, uh, uh, the weapon 24. Is yep. that what it's called? Yeah. X 24. Yeah. X 24. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, he gets a pretty shocking death. Yeah. But then you've got the other two bad guys and they're just kind of like, yeah. Done. Yeah. You know? Agreed. I mean, it's like, yeah. The, the, and I think like that goes back to like, it's a Logan story and it was almost yeah. like the whole movie was like a Logan, like, like you said, what do you do with the time that's left? And it's a battle against his own him, himself, his body, his like, you know, mentality, his positivity. It's like, he's battling everything that is him. Yeah. And just like the uh, a big part that I was thinking of, and like kind of to to an extent of, it's just whatever movie you're watching, you know, because it it felt lacking to me in some in some ways as far as like their the threat really wasn't that that huge as far as like what the villains were or whatever you know in past any past superhero X Men movies like the threat has been way higher yeah you know and the villains were San way Francisco were Bridge way more getting, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, challenging or yeah. had way more destructive capabilities or whatever you know and that kind of goes back to like the state that logan's in you know logan isn't this world saving superhero anymore you know right, the true. guys that he was taking out were street level thugs yeah, yeah. you know like he, yeah. he, he was you know in the only like battle that he got into with like an actual like high power mutant was the clone of himself as a mutant and that pretty much just threw him around the entire time like you yeah. know yeah he, this wasn't a very formidable Logan, you know, like I said, it was yeah. him taking down just like whatever Joe people and the main villains were just guys with robot arms and guns. Yeah, you know, it was it was very low tech, very low skill um, movie overall. Yeah. And like I said, that that wasn't uh, again just coming back to like that wasn't the purpose of it, you know, and that wasn't the overall arcing of just like look at this big spectacle or like you know look at all these stunts or all these X Men going to head head to head battling each other mm. or yeah. whatever. Like no, it was just very you know. Like it, it felt like so many other just like random. Uh, I can't even think think of a good example. Like it doesn't right have now. to be an X Men movie, is what you're saying? Like no, it, no, it, no, it, not, it, not not it was at like, all. Oh, this... Aside from people getting you know their heads stabbed in through through <laughs> for spikes. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was cool that it was. It, Don't get me wrong. No, so, yeah, but aside from that, it was just a very just kind of just like classic tale of a movie, yeah. which a lot well, of times works. Like classic yeah. tales work. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like all the things that would have made it a a normal X-Men movie already happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like the kids getting captured and like the control of mutants and all like all those things that happen in every Mm X-Men movie, you know, professor X losing it and killing half the team and all this stuff. Yeah. All that already happened. Yeah. And now this whole movie is just like, what's the immediate aftermath of the last Mm -hmm. two or Mm -hmm. three mutants left on the planet? It was interesting. I I definitely have to say that, you know, uh, I think it was a little slow at times, you know, as far as story (laughs) story goes. 
I think uh, there was a middle section there. Of the movie, and, yeah. uh, and I feel like it doesn't have as much uh, probably repeatability or rewatchability. I mean, I'd, I'd see yeah. it again for sure and pick up more or whatever, but like nowhere near am I ever going to see it as many times like I've watched The Dark Knight or something right, like that. Yeah. Like as far as those comparisons. I think like, it's a different movie. I don't, like, it, so, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know that you can really compare it because like you said, like Dark Knight is this huge movie and it, and it mm-hmm. delivers so well at being a huge movie. Whereas yeah, yeah. this is but, a small like scale movie and it delivers at being a small scale movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know that the, you could really compare them. So yeah, I think I think you're right. Like it's it, it definitely doesn't feel like it's unnecessarily on the level of that. But I do think from a from a film standpoint, like from a, from you know if I compare it to like a western or something like mm-hmm. that, like it's 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 on the level with some really Whatever. solid westerns. The Western or like the Patriot or like, or or just stuff like that. That's just like very kind of emotional and gritty and violent and gladiator, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, that just kind of like has these like kind of random spectacles of just like crazy violence. But then outside of that, like, it's really just like a character drama. And, uh, you know, the characters are are very serious and very emotional and dealing with very, uh, just simple issues. You know, this is a family, uh, I don't want to say a family film in the sense of like family friendly, but it's a very right. family oriented film as far as like the relationships and the stories that it's trying to tell. You know, yeah. it's very the father son yeah. relationship between Professor X and Logan, the father daughter relationship between Logan and his uh, clone daughter, person X23, whatever. And that's really the whole dynamic yeah. is kind of all of those. And just like uh, it was a really good kind of like one-off scene like the 15 minutes when they were uh at the munson's house or whatever and it was <laughs> that just was kinda, amazing you know and, and that was right before that kind of this movie took a, a really strange left turn in my mind yeah you know it's just like i mean and, and i felt like the whole movie kind of left you like that a little bit on edge of just like you didn't really know like it was slow at times mm. but it could just snap out of it like that that's a good point because like there were there were definite moments where i was at, it was at that house like whenever yeah. they, that all like started like, going yeah, we down we just got done having this very kind of good feeling of just like you know and professor x is talking to logan he's like look around you like look at this you yeah. know like look at this just family and just people just being here living a simple life enjoying people and enjoying each other and taking care of each other he's like this is what it's about. He's like, this is what you need to be trying to achieve with like your last days mm-hmm. and everything. And like, it was this kind of this really nice <clears throat> sentiment. And he was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, basically. And then like three seconds later, <laughs> yeah. you just see what we, who we think at first is Logan yeah. leaning over Professor X and then just stabs him right yeah. into the chest. Yeah. And like that part definitely threw me for a second. And yeah, like, dude, totally. For like at least a minute or two, I'm like, dream. Dream, dream. Yeah, that's what I thought dream, too, man. Yeah. Dream. Some, like, cause any any other movie, it would have been a, yeah, yeah. a dream. There's tons of dreams of Logan stabbing, he stabbed, then he wakes up in his rage after he stabs somebody. Um, but like, so I fully was expecting it to just keep being some type of dream. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's yeah. no way they just killed Professor X that quick. And there's no way that what's going on or yeah. whatever. And then you were like, oh my gosh, that's a Logan clone. And it yeah. turned into this really kind of cool uh scene that just kind of came out of nowhere. But I kind of liked it because it adds to the realism. I think that yeah, sometimes yeah. they kind of make scenes too hyped in movies mm-hmm. instead of just kind of like letting them happen the way that things do. And like stuff happens like that in life. Like so like you think of like a car wreck or something. And it's just like things are normal. Mm-hmm. Things are fine. Your life is good. And then everything is changed just like that. And yeah. like it added that kind of like emotional tension to it. Yeah. I felt like that it was just like, wait a minute, you're you're confused. You're like, things were good a second ago. Like, why are things <laughs> so bad now so yeah. quickly? I think like, like, cause literally everyone in the house died like within like oh, four yeah. seconds. Everybody but Logan and the girl. Exactly. But then like, so my, the thing that I was thinking right around that time, right? And the thing that kind of 
projected me throughout the rest of the movie was that I could, I didn't see that coming. Like I didn't see that coming. I didn't see a lot of things coming in this movie. And like, mm-hmm. whereas like Avengers movies or other, you know, any Marvel movie or whatever, it's like the, you can kind of predict what's going to happen here. Like it's, yeah. you know, such as this is going to tell a joke. We're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then, Oh, they unite all together and they beat the bad guy. Yeah. And it's like in this movie, there was none of that. Like I couldn't really predict what was going on. Like I couldn't, mm-hmm. I didn't see any of that coming. And so like anything could happen. And I think I loved that aspect of it where I was, we were just along for the ride, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and literally anyone could die at any moment and anything, you know, anything is possible within this, uh, this world. Yeah. Um, I do uh, do want to touch on like some of the action sequences and stuff like that. I thought there was like some some really cool stylish action sequences. Um, I think like some of the most act, like stylish action I've seen was in Deadpool. Um, mm-hmm. It was in the first like half hour of that movie had some of the coolest most stylish action um in a movie and i do feel like this kind of channeled some of that with uh with logan and especially with like x23 like where she's like running behind him and then flip runs over his back and flips over him and yeah. you know it's there's a lot of that choreography and stuff she's got that, the black widow leg neck whip around move definitely with, with, yeah. with, <laughs> with, the, with the like the death blade in the uh yeah. in the in the foot man that was wild mm-hmm. um but yeah like I, I just loved the way that they kind of choreographed uh, a lot of the action i do think like there were a few moments where i could see some of the seams of like cg and things like that a couple times but like overall like i thought the uh the the way that they handled the action and the way that like tracking stuff i there was i was never left out in the dark like even at the end encounter where we're fighting you know and and, and x24 is killing L- uh, logan right and we had seen when she noticed the gun like before like there's been movies mm-hmm. in the past where it's like oh wait how, where did the gun come from how did she know that that was there yeah. oh, of course she had the bullet but like where the you know but like they they definitely took the time to be like okay we're gonna take two seconds focus on this and just explain that because that's going to be a question people have. And maybe that was a pickup later. A lot of times they are where it's like somebody goes, well, why don't you get that gun? And they go, Oh, let's reshoot like a two second thing. (laughs) So like, I do think like they, they handled a lot of those things very well. Um, one of my favorite sequences is whenever they are in the limo and they pick her back up, like where she jumps on the hood of the yeah. car and then runs in, and, and drops down, into the, down uh, in through the sunroof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was amazing. The um, action sequences were def- definitely not lacking. Um, like I said, especially as far as like they were, were just very just uh, crowd pleasing in the sense of yeah. like, hey, it's the last one. We got the R rating. Like we mm-hmm. can really just like let it go and it. And again, and uh, if I were to complain about anything, it would be that like you kind of wanted to see, uh, like Logan be like more healthy fighting yeah. himself x twenty four, you know, because like that was really the only chance that it was like any kind of like a like a battle. Anything yeah. else was just Logan just tearing through people and like getting right, kind of right. punched in the face along the way, but still just tearing through right. massive amounts of people. I mean, the body count had to be oh, 50, 60 plus. Yeah, we totally met and then went above and beyond my 40, like my <laughs> yeah. requirement of 40. I you mean, know? it was just constant people getting taken down violently, uh, but it was it was done in a very stylistic and very cool and just brutal way. You definitely mm. just just saw saw that. Yeah. Um, there was only one other critique that I wanted to bring up uh, in the review before before we kind of close out and give it final, final review scores or whatever. Um, and that was early on whenever we have the, the doctor's f- cell phone, right? She apparently used I, uh, iMovie and edited together this like amazing, you know, documentary film 
on her yeah, cell phone it here. Seemed, seemed odd. I was like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was a very strange thing. And it's like, obviously you have to tell the most amount of story possible in the <laughs> shortest frame of time with this. So it's like, it had to be that way, but it's like, she, yeah. she would have had to spend hours working on that video on her cell phone, you know? Yeah. So like, cause yeah. there was narration over the top of it and everything. It was, yeah, there's, you know, some things you just got to let go. I know. And that was the thing, like, after it happened, I was like, I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to set that one aside. Yeah. Keep going. I, I think there were definitely nitpicks in the movie, uh, you know, and uh, would be a little bit different based on just different people, what they yeah. personally like, like about movies. Uh, I think that anybody could pick a little bit. But overall, I think that you, you just got to say that it's at least just a pretty quality movie and uh, definitely has a lot of just really good, just emotional weight that it carries with it and just tension yeah. Yeah. overall. And even though it's slow, like I said, like John said, it does still remain to be pretty uh, unpredictable mm-hmm. as far as it goes. And, and will definitely be at, at least worth a rewatch. You know, it'll be one yeah. that I'll be looking forward to come out on Redbox or something like that. So oh, I can kind of see it again, get that different perspective. You know, movies, you're always, uh, first time for me, it's always so weird just because of expectation. Just whatever mm-hmm. the expectation is based on trailers mm-hmm. or what people are saying or just what you want it to be overall or just lack of knowledge in general of just not knowing what it's going to be like. Yeah. And so then you see it and you're like, oh, oh, okay, it's that kind of movie. You know, it's just kind of yeah. a little bit slower and Western and, you know, it kind of plays out like this. And so then the next time you see it, you know, you instantly, you don't remember everything about it, but you know exactly what to expect. Right. And then you're just left kind of just picking up all the cool details about the movie. So a lot of times I enjoy movies more on the second watch. Mm-hmm. So it'll be one that I'll definitely be looking forward to seeing a second time after, awesome. after a couple of months. That's a good point. All right. We ready to give this thing uh, numbers? Sure. All right. Hit me, Fultron. Man, I didn't know I was going to go first. Uh, you don't have to go first. I don't want to go first. Okay. Uh, Jared, what, 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 what do you got for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go a little, little bit uh, higher than uh, than my J-Pinion average. You know, I don't know where that's sitting at nowadays. <laughs> I think it's that's probably sitting like a 4.67, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so, you know I'll, I'll bump at 8. You know, I'll go 8.1. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely giving this one uh, a really high score. Um, like, in my mind, I would, I would uh, attribute... This is just as comparison. I would attribute like a Dark Knight as like a ten. Again, I don't think like ten is necessarily a perfect movie. It's just this mm-hmm. is a top notch movie. Yeah, um, but you and, definitely got to be putting Dark Knight nine point five and higher. You know, yeah, on most exactly. People's scales. You exactly. Know? <laughs> so I put this one probably like uh, in between a. I mean, I, I want to give it a nine point five, and yeah. uh, and I'm going to sit right there with it. I'm going to be confident and say this is like a nine nine point five. Um, so I mean, it was I I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was a roller coaster ride. It was good. What, what what do you got over there? Um, I don't think I'm going to go that high. Uh, I think I'm going to go eight point five, hmm. and I don't I don't want that to sound bad because it's not a B plus. No. It's not a B plus movie. I just think, I think the rewatch value is low, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I'd 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 watch it again someday. Yeah. yeah. But as far as like, just like, oh yeah, like I'm constantly watching that one every year or something yeah. like that. You know, that's just you know sitting home at night. I'm like, oh, gotta watch that one. You yeah. know, it's just like. I don't feel like it'll ever reach that kind of status like movies like, you know, Star Wars, obviously, right. or Dark Knight yeah. or whatever, like, well, play like, in my life. I don't know. Like, cause kinda, my thing is, like, I love, like, the small kind of stories like that. And so that's, you know, that's kind mm-hmm. of like the, the, the ideal spot for this movie to be, like, where it's like, oh, man, you're sure it's not like a popcorn movie where it's like, oh, let's just pop this on and do something else. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like if I put it on, I'm going to want to watch it, you know? Well, and that sort in, of thing, in my mind, it kind of shares similarities with, like, No Country for Old Men, where you've mm-hmm. kind of got this Definitely. small story. 
with high emotion and, you know, high intensity. Uh, but for me, like I, I love no country for old men and we'll mm-hmm. watch that countless times. Yeah. But this just, <clears throat> just didn't have the X factor. Oh my gosh. There it there is. It is. Thank you, John. Sorry. I was looking for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it right now as to what I feel like wouldn't want me to watch it again, but uh, I think it always just is that just that it is just like an, an X factor or an it factor with movies that I think that just movies come together for some reasons. Um, one of like my favorite like commentaries, just like a movies that I've ever heard in my life was uh, literally uh, Ir- Irving Kirshner giving his commentary on directing the Empire Star- Strikes Back. Oh man! And I'm a nerd, so I've you know listened to Empire Strikes Back with commentary. Um, but one of my favorite things that he talks about in that is he's like, he's like, man, movies are just a a lot of like hope and luck. A lot of times Mm. he's like, you know, you do the best job that you can, but he's like, but there's so many working parts and you just, you know, you hope that you got the right cast and you, you hope that the script comes together and that the, and that the vision that you had of the script shows up that way on the screen. And it's just like, and you're doing your, your best, but like, as far as how it's all just going to come together in this bow tied two hour thing like you just don't know a lot of times and sometimes it's just going to come together perfectly and sometimes it's not and there's always going to be kind of those intangibles in movies that for whatever reason it came together and it affected you in a way uh emotionally or just from a straight entertainment point or whatever it was that just made you just keep coming back to that factor and i don't know if we'll ever be able to describe them Mm. specifically with our favorite movies why we keep coming back to them but it's just because that perfect blend of something came together in those movies of the score and the storyline and the visual appeal and the acting and just the characters in general that you liked and just the the experience that you walk into the theater with you know like where it's like oh this is the perfect day to watch this movie you know exactly last thing x23 movie I feel like I I would watch it like a bunch of a bunch of mutant kids. You <laughs> James know? Mangold says he directed. I, I would be into it, dude. Mang- Mangold or whatever. His last I, name I is. would totally do that, dude. I would. I am all in on that. Like, yeah, he he was saying he's like, there's no like direct plans for it, but he's like, it can obviously lend itself that way, and he's like, I'm on board. You know, yeah. if, uh, if 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 the studio wants to do that. Seriously, X23 movie. I'm I'm yeah. in. Like I said that that character was was I don't I don't think we talked about about her enough you know in a brief sidebar of the yeah. end of the podcast I don't think we talked about her <laughs> enough as far as that just I felt like she was just really good like I'm and this is coming from someone who's super wary of like having kids especially kids in adult movies like yeah. I feel like it just ends up being this like comic relief or just something to like tone it down or whatever but it wasn't like nah. she really had a very threatening presence she was and uh butt, dude. i Handled felt like it. her not talking through a lot of the movie honestly kind of worked <laughs> in the favor it kind of added to this kind of just aura and mystery and threateningness of yeah. uh of, well of and then like like i said like overall. a lot of times that those were the hardest moments you know to act you know and that sort of thing where she's mm-hmm. like oh, oh you yeah, gotta yeah, conf- no. you gotta convey so much with nothing oh, no, no, not tack not no, no, not no. talking is the hardest acting for sure <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so much easier to act if you can just like say things you know but yeah. just Pure, just emotional expression is is very hard. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's right. it for this week. Um, that's our review of Logan. So next week is episode two hundred of the podcast. Both of you will be back, and uh, and it'll be a good time. We're going to be reviewing the Nintendo Switch, um, and uh, and that sort of thing. So yes. revisiting my. It's eleven thirty right now. I think. I mean, it's late enough. 
It's like I feel like I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna like whenever you guys leave, I'm leaving, and I'm gonna go to Walmart and see what the state of the the the, the, the store is. There's never been a doubt in my mind that that was going to happen. I mean, as as Voltron <laughs> said earlier, if there's anything that the rights love, it is a good line of people. Dude, I love that. That probably all of the listeners knew that that was happening from the get go. They're like, she's totally going. No, there's yeah, no, yeah. there's I, no I question. Just, I thought about that instantly when you're like, I'll revisit this later. I was like. Mm, <laughs> You're like, okay. oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I better wake up in the morning to a text message or a group tweet <laughs> of either your sad face. It's okay. going sad Or face. a box in your hand. Okay, okay. I will uh, I will keep you updated. I don't even want to see it unless it's a sad face. <laughs> okay. <you know? laughs> if I don't see anything, I'll assume you got it. <laughs> I only want to see your sadness. <laughs> I'll assume that you're the happiest person alive. Well, that's it for this week. You can follow us online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com. Make sure you head over to your podcast service of choice and rate us. Subscribe. Like all of the things, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at JohnWright777, and you can find Fultron on Twitter at Fultron84. There it is. And oh man, you're gonna hit me. I don't, Jay you know, I don't know my stuff. Question mark. You know, at Jay Pinions, I do believe. Just is type what in Jay Pinions. How many Jay Pinions can life, it be? I'm going to have a very large social media presence. That's, that's probably true. <laughs> it's probably going to be Instagram because that just seems like the easiest to like. What mess if you already with? have one and you just don't know yet? I don't. <laughs> it exists uh. out there. You just have to grab it. <laughs> There's a group of people out there. I wish waiting I could find to follow a guy. Me. There's thousands of people just waiting to know what I'm up to, what my thoughts are. If on only things. there was somebody out there who didn't like all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. You can follow the podcast at Stay on Target Pod. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.